You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's classic. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's World. Today, I am not going to say happy Wednesday because I am not happy. I do not feel happy. I am not happy with what's going on in this society. I am not happy with what's going on in this country. I am not happy with what's going on in this world. I am not happy. In fact, I think I am enraged. I am enraged and I'm a whole bunch of other emotions that I cannot really identify right now. I can't even put names to it. I just, I just feel. And sometimes the emotions really build up where it's as if I want, I feel like I want to cry sometimes because the reality of what is happening is so hard to swallow. It's hard. And I know that we have been fighting for our rights as black people in this country forever because we have never been seen as equal. I really don't care what anybody has to say. We have not been seen as equal in this country. If that was the case, we would not have to hashtag Black Lives Matter. We would not have to do that if Black people were seen as equal. If Black people were treated as equal in this country, we would not have to have a whole movement demanding justice and demanding that we are seen and heard and treated equally. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, watching these live murders and lynchings happening on social media, it really does something to your psyche. It really does. You know, I'm a black woman. Everybody in my family is black. I am the mother of a black boy who is 13 years old. He's not a toddler. He's not he's not a baby. He is a kid who's roaming these streets, who's in these streets, who leaves the house to go to school, who leaves the house to go to church by himself, who leaves the house to go to the corner store by himself. And any time, every time he leaves the house, I have to I have to 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 feel an anxiety that a lot of people do not feel. The times where I try to reach him on his phone and I cannot get him, I am panicked. I am locating him via apps. I am calling everybody. Hey, have you spoken to my son? Not because it's like, oh, he he's just not home. No, because I don't know if he's being encountered by a police officer or some vigilante in these streets. I'm tired. And a lot of you who listen to this show are women of color. And I know that if I'm tired, you are also tired. You are tired, you are frustrated, you are enraged, and you want change. A lot of us want change. We want this to stop. We want to be equal. We want to be treated with some sort of respect and dignity. We do not want to be seen as three-fifths of a person or whatever the fraction was. And a lot of us are tired of it. This platform was created to address the various issues faced by women of color. It's a platform where we can be open, honest, and candid about our experience being black women in this country. 
And right now as black women, we are witnessing day in and day out our men being slain, our fathers being slain, our brothers, our cousins. We are witnessing our children being slain. We ourselves as women of color are being slain. We are being murdered by law enforcement and vigilantes. And I know that, you know, black men are being killed at a higher rate. But our women are being mistreated and are being killed by police officers as well. I have seen several videos over the last couple of weeks of women being punched out in their faces, women being slammed to the ground, women, women being women being killed in their own homes. At some point, this has to stop. And with everything going on right now, you know, the response that we're seeing in these streets, you have people who have the audacity to question to question why are we are we protesting why are we burning buildings down because we're mad and when we tried to be nice when we tried to peacefully protest when we tried to come to the table and say hey this is what's going on how do we work together to rectify the situation when we tried to 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 appeal i guess to our oppressors right Nothing happened. Kobe and and his team were reprimanded for wearing shirts that said, I can't breathe when Eric Gardner was slain, was murdered. Colin Kaepernick is ousted by the NFL for taking a knee, a peaceful protest against the violence that was going on during that time, the murders that were taking place, black men, black women being murdered by the police, by vigilantes, by the state. And that was a problem. So nobody wanted to listen when we were being peaceful, when we were being strategic, when we were, when we were asking. And I guess that's the problem, right? Because we were asking. We were asking, begging, in a sense, for us to be seen, for us to be heard. And they did not want to hear us. So now when we're burning down buildings, we're seeing that police officers are getting charged. Now, when there are some civil unrest, now that there, now there's some national attention. Now, now people are, are coming together to try to figure out what, what are we going to do? That is how messages apparently get across. And that is the history of this country. The history of this country is protesting, rioting, looting. It is not a black thing. And so when we see these things taking place and we see these commentaries, it angers us even more. It angers me even more. It angers me even more to know that I am part of a society that only enjoys my presence, only enjoys, you know, my my skin tone when I'm either entertaining them when I'm, I don't know, somehow being useful in, in, in a way to them, like I'm not seen as a person just because I'm actually a person. I bleed red too. And I think that at this point, what we're seeing right now in these streets, we are seeing a group of people. We are seeing an uprising and we are literally watching the revolution unfold. And I think as women of color, we have always been part of the revolution. We are the backbone of the revolution. Our women leaders, they have been the one, our foremothers, 
they have been the one to champion the cause when our when our brothers and our fathers and our sons were being killed and jailed women are the ones who took up the mantle and we're seeing that right now we're seeing women take up the mantle and press forward with this fight for justice and so what i want to encourage you all to do is to find your voice it may not be outside on the lines, right? On the front lines protesting. That might not be you. Not everybody's that charismatic and that is okay. But there are other ways that you can move forward this movement, that you can uplift your community, that you can uplift the men in your life, that you could uplift your children, that you could uplift yourself. Educate yourselves. There are so many books, documentaries, talk to people, Get educated on the history of this country, on your history as a black person, not just in America, but just a black person, period. Get educated, arm yourself with knowledge so that we can fight this fight properly, so we can fight this fight effectively, so that when we speak, we will be heard. A lot of us want to be out there. We want to do things, but we're not educated. We, we are not properly armed. You cannot go to war without, without your armor. You cannot go to war without, without being prepared. And so we have to be prepared. We have to prepare ourselves now in order for us to do this work. It's important. Now more than ever, I believe that it's important because we're educated we are a group of educated women. We've went to school. We have bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, doctoral degrees, and whatever comes after that. We are a group of educated women. There's power in that. They are afraid of us. They are afraid of us because we are powerful. And so we need to use that power, but we need to use it effectively. We need to be wise. We have to be wise. We have to be strategic. Find a couple of your girlfriends and start a chat group on how we can do better. What can we do? How can we put our talents together? You might not have the voice, but your, your talents, your skill set, that serves as a voice. That, that is your way of contributing to the movement. So we need to figure out how we can be useful to this movement. We have to be the ones to deliver ourselves. We have to. We cannot rely on others to do it for us because we, we will be waiting forever. It's been 400 years already. We, are, we will be waiting another 400 years if we are waiting for other people to deliver us. And so I know that we, we say the names of these individuals who have been murdered by the cops all the time, but most of the time we are saying you know, we are repeating the names of, of the men, which should continuously be in our mouths. Yes. But I wanted to take this time to name some of the women that have been slain over the years in no particular order, but just to give just to give them their reverence and to remind you all that they still need justice. This this fight that we're fighting right now, it's not just for us. It's not just for the future generation, but it's for them. We cannot let their deaths be in vain. We have to say their names. We have to continue the fight for justice in their honor. Charlene Lyles, Shukri Ali, 
Deborah Banner, Rekha Boyd, Maya Hall, Miriam Carey, Ayana Stanley Jones, Atatiana Jefferson, Pamela Turner, Kendra James, Taisha Miller, Brianna Taylor, Sharice Francis, Latanya Haggerty, Margaret Laverne Mitchell, Corinne Gaines, Yvette Smith, Shelley Frey, Darnisha Harris, Melissa Williams, Chantel Davis, Tarika Wilson, Katherine Johnston. These are some of the women that have lost their lives due to police brutality, due to violence of the state. Now, I'm not here to say that all officers are horrible. I mean, I have law enforcement in my family, but I think enough is enough, right? Enough is enough. And I think that we need to be very wise. We need to educate ourselves. We need to tap into our brilliance in order for us to really make real change, in order for us to break down the system. This system, I don't even know if I can say it needs to be reformed. I don't even know if it can be reformed. I think what needs to happen is that it needs to be burnt down. It needs to be taken down and we need to start from scratch. We need to start from from scratch. It's way too corrupt the way it is now for us to reform it. I think with the minds that I know that we have, we can create a new system. We can, but we need to be united on that front as well too. We need to be united. This is not a time for us to just sit back and watch and ear hustle and post nice quotes. There has to be some sort of action. And again, the action might not be you being on the front lines, but it could be your wallet. It could be the money that you donate to organizations that are fighting the fight, that are assisting people. Right now, we are in a global pandemic and are black people who are being disproportionately killed by this virus are being disproportionately killed in these streets on many fronts by the police officers. Yes, but they are being killed due to poverty. They are being killed due to lack of resources. And with all that's happening right now with the unemployment rate being what it is, poverty is exacerbated. And so we have mutual aid funds in our communities that we can support. Again, you might not be the one dropping off groceries and doing the laundry for, you know, our elderly, for our pregnant, for our disabled in our community, but you can donate money to them. Our donations don't just have to go to the bail funds or to the NAACP. We have to sustain our communities and we can do that by donating to these mutual aid funds and Those of you who follow me on social media know that I do post things both on Frida's World, obviously, and on my personal I am Rita Pierre. But I will be posting more um, resources, more places for you guys to donate on Frida's World. So if you're not following me, do so at 
F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. That's where you will find me posting some of these resources. I have friends who are steering mutual aid funds in our communities. And these are legit organizations. If you don't believe me, look them up yourselves. Volunteer your time, whether it be being an intake specialist, whether again, it be donating your money, whether it be on the ground, assisting them in deliveries and, and, and whatnot. You know, there are so many ways that we can sustain our communities. And a lot of us have the ability to do so. Not everybody's unemployed. And even those of us who are unemployed, some of us are making the max. We can donate $20 a week or whatever it is to these mutual aid funds. We can, we can make our impact financially as well. So I, this episode obviously is not going to be that long because I, I honestly have no more words for today. I don't. I thought I would have something, you know, something more, but I don't. Um, but I hope that what I've said resonates with you all. I hope that what I've said, you know, um, pushes you forward, gives you that motivation that, that, you know, is needed for us to really get together and fight this fight. It's not, we cannot let this die down like the last set of, you know, protests, right? Like the, like after the Trayvon Martin situation, after the Michael Brown situation, we were incited. Black Lives Matter was, 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 was popping. And then it died down, which is what happens, right? It happens, but we cannot let that happen now because I feel like with everything going on, this might've, might be the worst that I've seen. It might be the worst that I've seen. I can say that I've seen because I've only been living in this generation. I know my my parents and and people who are older than me will can say differently. But in in my time, in my lifetime, this is the worst that I've seen. And I do not want my son to have this same experience. I do not want in his lifetime for him to be fighting the same fight, for him to be saying the same things, for him for him to be protesting for the same cause. I do not want that. And I hope that you all do not want to see that either. And if that is your, your, your dream to, to, to have a society, to have a country, to have, you know, a world where your children do not have to go through the same exact moment that we are experiencing right now, then let's figure out how you can use your talents to move us forward. And for the white people who may be listening, because sometimes that happens, being pro-black does not mean anti-white, but you have to understand that the black people are angry right now. And some of us are particularly angry because we might have white friends, acquaintances, work people, supervisors, or whatever, who are not saying anything at all. And it's fine, I guess. If you're a racist, then you know what? I'd rather you say, I'm a racist. I don't, I agree with everything that's going on right now. And then that's that. But there are a lot of white people who mix and mingle with black people who are within our gates, within our courts, who are in our circles, who can laugh and joke, take our ideas, you know, profit on our work and have said nothing. As a white person, you have to understand that you have privilege. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, you are privileged. Use your privilege to join the fight. 
Use your privilege to join the fight. And when I say use your privilege, I'm not saying going out and looting and 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 destroying the black neighborhoods in the name of justice, because that's not what's really happening here. I have seen way too many videos of white people breaking down buildings, looting our communities, burning things down just to go back to their comfort, the comfort of their home and in their communities. That's not what we're saying to do. You want to be part of the fight. You want to be part of the revolution. Call out the racism. Change your practices in your workspaces. Call out your family members. That's what you can do. Speak up. Write, write the mayor. Write the governor. Write the president. I don't know. Write, you know. Do what you need to do. Use your privilege. You guys are very resourceful. White people know how to get things done. They know how to mobilize when it comes to the PTA, when it comes to an, an injustice within their, their gates. When Starbucks gets their order wrong, they know how to advocate for that. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it with my own eyes, the way that when something pisses off, particularly white women, when you all are pissed off, are f- feeling slighted, when you feel that you have suffered a great injustice, the lengths that you will go to to rectify the situation. I'm usually in awe because I'm like, man, if I had that privilege, where would I be in life? How far would I be? I stand in awe every time I witness it. So you have that, that, that energy. You have it. That same energy when you're calling the cops on black people. The same energy when the Starbucks order is, is, is wrong. The same energy when something goes awry within the school and you, and you mobilize the PTA. That same energy needs to be seen right now on behalf of black and brown people that you claim to like, that you claim are, 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 are your friends or your acquaintances. The black and brown people that you supervise at work. That, this, this is the time for that energy. This is the time for that energy. With that being said, everyone, it's, it was, it's a hard episode. It was a hard episode. I can't tell you how many times I feel like my eyes were welling up and I'm not a crier. I'm not, but either way, thank you for tuning into another episode of Frida's World. I really hope that something I said today resonates with you guys. Share this post with whoever you feel like sharing it with. But I really hope that you guys gain something from this conversation. And I really hope that we do better. Like, I do not want my child to live like this. I do not want the rest of my life to be like this. So follow me on Instagram at Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. Go to the website, www.fridasworld.com. Next week, we have a really great show. Um, so Just make sure that you subscribe, you rate and review, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Stay safe, stay positive, and remember, we are in the fight of our lives. This is a revolution. Educate yourselves, empower yourselves, and let's fight for justice. It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clatch it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's clatch it. It's Frida's world.